Praise the Lord, everybody. It's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Amen. I'm excited to be here on The Secret Place. And of course, I have with me my lovely wife, Dr. Noemi. Dr. Noemi, would you greet our online audience for yes. us tonight? Good evening. We're so excited to have you. And we just want to welcome you into this program. We're excited to talk about what God has in store for us and we and we just want to extend an invitation for you to join us into the house so that you can also partake and be part of this great messages that Bishop has in store for us so we invite you into Encounter Church for Wednesdays yes. and Sundays Lord hallelujah father we thank you for joy we thank you because the joy of the Lord is our strength would you just look at your neighbor and say, you can mess with my happiness, but you can't touch my joy. Yeah, Lordy. Hallelujah. I might be unhappy, but I'm still going to have my joy. Amen. Glory to God. Well, you may be seated in the house. We want to thank all of those who have joined us online. We're so glad that you're here today. And... Uh, we want you to make sure that you jump down there on the YouTube subscribe button. Hit that subscribe, like us. That helps a lot in what we're doing here, trying to get all of this uh, information that we feel like God has given us for our generation out. And tonight, we're going to talk about mindsets. And we actually have a video, I believe. Yeah. And of the reasons as to why we think a certain way and, and how you were able to tie in um, how God allows us to be able to renew our mind, he's given us the book. He's yeah. given us the guide to and yeah. how to do so. Yeah. And so it, it was, you know, after we left on Sunday, we kept on talking about how it, we can read about it. But why is it so difficult? And so we have a video that we wanted to kind of show you as to why that is. Um, and they're gonna they're gonna play the video as to you know when we are born we're born and there's a glass think of the glass full of water the water represents how good we are how clear how God created us but then society says you're not good enough you compare yourself to the Instagram pictures that have been already redone you know that you compare yourself to the magazines in fact, sometimes society says you're not, you know, you think of the dirt, you're, you're, you came in whole. But with time, society kept putting negative things. And so the, that dirt is keep adding to the glass and just adding to it to the point that eventually there's so much added to that glass that was pure. Yeah, yeah. That it continues to feel now muddy. So when we want to reach out for a good positive thought, when we want to go after just wanting to change our mindset, well, all of the outside tells us otherwise. Because everybody's comparing, you know, some, even sometimes maybe our experiences, we went through a divorce, we had some difficulty with relationships, uh, we had a difficult um, growing up that just caused this trauma over us. But the only way, and you can add positive things to it, and the video's gonna show, 
And I thought it was so powerful because it becomes so muddy with all the outside stuff. Not only do you have outside stuff, but then we add our inside stuff that we continue to re rehearse and, and just repeat. That the only way to change that, is it possible? Yes. By being intentional and adding more positive thoughts. So the more intentional you are about it, the more that you, now you see the clear water, that's what God gave us. That's who we intended us to be. The yeah. clear vessels that we go back to the original intent. And the more intentional we are about clearing those negative thoughts. Yeah. If you notice, the water becomes clearer. Yeah, it's getting there now. It, it, but it, we have to be intentional. Yeah. And so that brought us, you know, because there are so many things that happens. We can look at it. We look at it when we, we're watching TV. Something else that we just decided to compare ourselves. No one else compared but our own mind compare against, oh, we, we, we're not. Maybe we're fat because we don't compare to that picture that was on there. Or maybe I'm not smart enough because I don't compare to being part of the list of the Forbes list. You know, we compare ourselves so much that we add all this mud into our perfect. And, and, and God created us to be able to go back to who he called us to be. So I thought it was powerful what you said is that when we change our mindsets, how do we do that? We, we got to use the Bible yeah. and what God actually told us about that. So I thought it was very um, rich that you came back and you go back to the verses that you mentioned on Sunday. Yeah. As to how do we overcome those thoughts? So there's, there are several things that we got to be able to re recognize. You know, it's the conditioning that we've had through society. It is our past experiences we shared um, early um, with the additional mud being added to the clear glass that is uh, clean how we, we, we came um, based on what God created for us. And the repetitive thought patterns that we say to ourselves right. that is no longer the outside, but it is our inside that says those negative patterns that continues to rehearse yeah. and we continue to repeat that right. doesn't really serve us. Right. And so we take a look at, well, how do we do that? How do we change it? And you, the way you brought it on Sunday was so powerful. Jesus gave us many examples and when he was tempted um, when when he was tempted by the devil he came back and used scripture yeah. I mean he knew it and he just came back and used scripture he didn't come in he could have done anything right. but he used God's word so he said us gave us an example on how right. to recondition our mind when we're tempted Absolutely. and so it's important to do to do that and so there are several things uh, that we can use um, in order to do so. <laughs> there is the awareness. Um, right. Awareness is important to really realize why are we seeing things a certain way. The awareness right. tells us being aware, sitting back and saying, take a look back and saying, is it really what's happening out there or what is the thought that's coming out? And the way we express this and we talked about this in the marriage encounters uh, on Sunday, Think of it as in your mind you have a projector. Right. And the projector is projecting out what those thoughts are, what they are. Right. But when you become the projector of your mind and you start thinking, well, heaven mindful, why did I think that way? 
and really start peeling down the onion as to why that thought came, then the mind will help you. And the mind is no different than any other muscle in your body. That's You've true. got to train it. Yeah. You know, we train everything else. We train our hands, we train our legs, we train. We don't think about training our mind. And we get to a point that then later on, because our mind is set to be part of our defense mechanism and give us opportunities and solutions, that it becomes to a point that the mind begins to control us, as you mentioned uh, on Sunday. The mind controls the emotions, the thoughts controls the emotions, and then you get the behavior that is followed by the thoughts. And so it's important to exercise it, to strain your mind, to be able to think differently, excuse me, to be able to know what those thoughts are leading you to. So when you go back and look inside and look at the projector and really analyze what the thoughts are saying, then you start, you start peeling that onion. Where right. is this coming from? Is it two things you got to ask? Is it serving me or is it growing me? Because we say the, the serving me, it's, it's because you're in defense, it's serving you in that moment because you gotta protect yourself. Right. But is it really growing you? Right. And you know, last Wednesday you talked about a fixed mindset and yes. a growth mindset. There is a difference between those two. And it is important to understand the difference for us to begin the process on how to change our thoughts, yes. how to change our mindset, and how to move forward to do so. And, and, and it's so important that we can say, well, that's easy to hear and that's easy to do because it sounds so easy. Right. Well, we just saw in the example, it's not that easy. It is something that it's, has had, however old you are, that many years of practice and rehearsals that you've played out through your mind that you've got to override right. to be able to put in and be intentional about putting good thoughts that actually serve you. Um, you know, when we, as we were talking about it on Sunday, we talked about, you know, we, it's so important that, you know, you get the revelation and God shows you and, and, and tells you where to go on Sundays. And then I went, we, we talked about, you know, we need, really need to do about, um, create a workbook on how to do so. Yes. Uh, and on Sunday you said, when you have a thought, replace it with the Bible verse that can right. overwrite it. Right. So I'm gonna ask you, we did come back and created a workbook for you. Um, it, we're gonna put that on the Facebook chat, on the YouTube channel, and we have a workbook for you on the how-tos, some verses that Bishop shared on Sunday, and how to replace those thoughts. And you can make copies of these that will give you what is the negative thought, the self-talk or the mindset that is holding you back, and what is the scripture that you can utilize to be able to overwrite it. And there are some scriptures that you went over on Sunday that were very powerful. Uh, you talked about uh, Proverbs 17:22, A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. Yep. Therefore, this is Matthew 6:34. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. And each day has enough trouble on its own. So in, in the verse, Jesus teaches us that not to worry about the future and instead focus on the present moment. Because this aligns with the principles of the mindfulness and living in the moment, which is often associated with positive thinking. Right. So there's step, you know, what is the thought that's holding us back? And what is the Bible verse 
that can override that thought. Yes. And there were a couple of other scriptures that you mentioned as well. Yeah, Philippians 4, 8. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or worthy of praise, think about such things. And that's powerful. That's a very powerful scripture. It, it encourages us um, to focus on the thoughts and the things that are true, that are noble, that are right, pure, and admirable, and excellent and praiseworthy. So it promotes positive thinking by really suggesting that many of us concentrate on virtuous things and uplifting thoughts. Again, what serves us right. versus the fixed mindset that what holds us back. Yeah. Let me ask you a question in all of this because I... I'm just sitting here listening to this, and it's it's brilliant. And but, what if you take that same glass with the sediment in it, our life, and someone learns how to sit long enough in one spot that everything settles, <laughs> and the top looks clear until someone upsets it. Uh, yeah. And you got the stirring, right? Yeah. You got the you you've got the stirring white because it's already in in the vessel. Yeah. If it wasn't in the vessel, it wouldn't be stirred up. Right. But because it's already in the vessel, when you shake it, what happens? Remember, the character is proven by adversity. So when we deal with conflict, when we deal with tough situations, do we breathe and calm and stay calm or do we go into the fight flight and uh, zone which is where a lot of times many of our minds go yeah. to and, and our minds were made were made to protect ourselves right and probably the easiest thing that we do is we blame the person who upset us right without making me do that again without realizing <laughs> that the glass was served but it wouldn't Not because there was, was a sediment underneath it right and so it's about taking those thoughts and saying okay where That's does true. that come from it's, a, it's an excellent example of where's that thought coming from is it something that is held within the glass that I've, I've allowed to enter into my glass into my mind and stay and, and let it penetrate within the clear water that got created within us and so we've really got to start peeling those onions and say, you know, is this something that, where else did I hear this? Right. Was this something that was instilled? And then I talk about the, the tapes, the, the, the tapes from our parents. We, I talk about the tapes from relationships. I talk about previous um, setbacks, previous things right. that have held us back, that those things do come to the surface, mm -hmm. especially when the glass is stirred. Yeah. Right. So it is important to acknowledge it, it's not, it, many times what happens, and we see this when we're coaching, is that we see, we see that they start complaining and they start saying, you know, well, this happened and that's, this happened, and, and you start peeling the onions, you know, you start, they start telling you. And when you start asking them, where else did they see that in their life? They can easily go back to recollection. They can hear the voice of the individual who said so. And now that voice has turned into an internal voice that you've had an internal conversation within yourself right. that somehow you have agreed to. Yeah. Even though you know you didn't. That yeah. that's not who you are. 
Because God tells us that's not who we are. Yeah. And so many times because we go into those negative tapes, we continue to rehearse it, yeah. repeat it, yeah. and continue to play it because you know what? The mind goes back to what it knows. Yeah, absolutely. Not the new stuff that we're, we're learning. Right. When we go into the new things that we're learning, that's uncomfortable. It's just like exercise. First time you go exercise, first day, boy. <laughs> My legs and my arms, I feel like, I feel like a spaghetti, I can't move. Right. Even just to go to, you know, to, to the restroom, you're all like, okay, how am I going to get up? It, there is pain in that, yep. but we know with pain there's growth. Yes. Yes. And so when we lean into that beyond the pain, we've won the other side of growth. Yep. And that is no different with the mind. Right. The mind's going to give us uncomfortable things we don't want to see. Why? Because we want to tuck it in, pack it up, and just put that little bitty mud, let it sit on the bottom of that glass until right. someone comes and says the wrong thing or until someone treats us a certain right. way. And all of a sudden, you just stir that glass and all of that muddiness came up to the surface. It comes again. And it comes again. And, you know, I would say lean into that. Because that is your breakthrough. That's when you lean into moment. it, yeah. exactly, when you lean into, now go back into the projector. Why am I thinking that? Right. What led me to that thinking? Where else have I seen this before? Right. And then you go into, what Bible verse can I use to override it? To override it. Yeah. You know, it's really, it's really uh, powerful because when you do go work out for the first time. And you know that initial soreness? Initially, our mind says this is the result of working out. And if this is the result, I don't like this. <laughs> but if you stay in there and keep working out, doesn't mean you don't get sore anymore but when you start seeing the positive results, then you say these results are from working out. The positive results are my working out, not the soreness. The soreness is a byproduct. It's just something that I'm going to have to deal with in order for me to grow. But in order for me to grow, I'm going to continually get sore. Doesn't mean I'll never get sore again. And I think that's the mistake a lot of people make is like, if I go in and fight through it, then I'll never get sore again. Can I tell you, even in your own emotional life, when you deal with emotions, when we deal with these, these pieces that some of them we've allowed to settle back in the water, the water looks clear, but somebody upsets us and something floats up through the surface and all of a sudden I find myself reacting in a way that I should know I shouldn't react, but I did it anyway because, and I can't blame the person that upset me. That's the real ticket because that's what I'd like to do. I'd like to say it is your fault and, but nobody can make you, nobody can make you feel anyway. It's your internal makeup that makes us feel certain ways. And so I have to acknowledge it, I have to own it, and I have to go do whatever it takes to get rid of that. Now, I may get sore, 
but the soreness is not result the result is the health it's very good come on y'all yeah, that's really good and so it's important to to be aware of the thoughts and start being intentional about creating those um, positive relationships around us that will encourage us to be able to move into a positive environment um, you know we think about also when someone has gone through a traumatic event um, and I'll say you know if, if you were a person that was beat when you were a child right. and not only physically but even if, if abuse you know there was emotional abuse you will constantly have a lens of that because there's hurt right. that is within the individual unless there's been some, some way of healing. And sometimes we can, again, compact that all the way to the bottom, but it's later on that we can project that. You know, We can project it on someone else that just because they raise their voice, now we go back into, oh, that's, my parents used to yell at me and they used to, and then what's next? The beating comes right. because we have that lens. Because that lens was that painful event that happened in our life that we weren't able to overcome. And so when we lean into, okay, that's not what's happening. See, you go into the projector and you start saying, okay, that's not what he's doing. That's not what she's doing. Where is this coming from? Where have I seen this before? And the mind, you're asking the mind, the mind will show you. Right. The mind will show you. And ask God, God, reveal this because I want to release this and I want to change this. And God will show you. When you repent and you want God to really do something internal in your life, he will show you. He will do it. But you got to do the first step. And that is, which is what you said on Sunday. You confess. You've got to confess. To when become you confess, to... you come into agreement with, you own, and, you, and the Bible says that if we confess our sin then he is faithful and just, come on somebody, to forgive us. Doesn't matter what your sin was. He is faithful and just. Somebody say he's faithful. He's faithful. He is just, he is just. to forgive us. To forgive us. So somebody just look at your neighbor and say, I stand forgiven. I stand forgiven. I stand forgiven. I stand forgiven. I am forgiven tonight. I'm forgiven to Yeah, me. I'm clean. Yes. I want you to understand that. Here's the thing. A lot of people think that you have to go through this major, major long process to get well. And I'm going to tell you that getting well does take a process. Getting healed does take a process. There are two words in the Greek that mean healing. One means miraculous it happens instantly it's a mirac miraculous moment you were sick one moment the next moment you're not you were blind one moment the next moment you're not but there's another word in the those the greek that talks about healing and it comes from the word therapeuo where we get therapy god does therapy on us come on y'all through some of the things that we go through and we have to allow him to do therapy on us because there's a reason why repetitious things happen things come back again and again why because God is dealing with an issue in your life that he is trying to let you see this is how we're going to break through in this moment if you will stop pause and ask 
You know, the Bible says that we fight in a warfare, but it is, and, and I'm closing our, our program here tonight, but I just want you to understand, we fight in a warfare, but it's not flesh and blood. We don't fight each other. And when I'm not fighting flesh and blood, that means that I'm really not even fighting myself. Right. That's good. <laughs> so y'all need to grab that too. So stop fighting yourself. Stop beating. See, you need to address that negative voice in your head too. The one that's always beating you down. The one that's always telling you you're not good enough. All of that stuff. This is not the battle I'm in. The battle I'm in is to keep my heart pure before God. And Paul said that we have tools for doing that. And those tools help us demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ. So tonight I speak over you, I speak over us, that our thoughts are going to become obedient to the fullness of Christ and we are walking in the freedom and the liberty that the Lord has granted us in Jesus name. Amen and amen. amen. If you receive it tonight, can you give God a praise? Please don't forget to jump online there and subscribe. Send us a gift if you like this. If it helps you, send a love offering. We will receive that because we can use it in completing the task that is before us. We love you very much. God bless you and keep you safe in Jesus' name. Again, Bishop Gary Oliver, Dr. Noemi at The Secret Place. Take me to that scene.